Welcome to all the cynics, episode 12 of the Two Cynics podcast. We're back. I uh, can't believe we've done a dozen of these. I feel like we start each one of these saying how we can't believe it, we can't believe it, but we keep doing it. So clearly something's keeping us coming back. It's. Did you see the most recent reel? Our Instagram reel has over a thousand views. I got that notification from Instagram today, but I don't... These views are... It just... It boggles well, it's my mind. It's got likes. We've never had a reel that actually does anything. Which one was it? I forgot. Um, a thousand. Yeah, five likes. These neighbors have lost their minds. Oh, it's about the stomping people upstairs. Oh, so this was from last night then. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's uh, no other reel has ever gotten close to that. That's that's a good sign. Um, I, told, I told Hannah, I'm like, yeah, we're picking up traction. She's like, not enough. Yeah, it's that's who's keeping us in line is uh, is Hannah's KPIs and benchmarks. That's that's what's keeping uh-huh. us accountable. I mean, she's right. We just that's a we, problem. We meet we meet expectations. We're not exceeding expectations. Right, right. Because everybody can't exceed expectations. Right. That's just not something yeah. that's. And listen, I I agree with that. Um, hypothetically, though, if someone were doing well and was told that they were doing really well. You know, and an integral part of the team, and an integral part of of a of a of a very ambitious podcasting enterprise. It would just be very um, sort of weird for for us not to be getting that kind of shine. But uh, we got to keep. You exceeded battling. my expectation. Yeah. Okay, that's that's good. That that's all we can ask for. Um, speaking of exceeding expectations, it's a great transition. I was invited to a wedding that I was not expecting to get invited to. And do I know a, this person? You do not. No, he's a uh, he's a friend of mine that I and and his fiance whom I met just over a year ago. And I think it was one of those situations where they like kind of wanted to invite me, but I wasn't in the in the top tier, so to speak. And then I remember once, those. I had alternates that I had exactly, to call. exactly, <laughs> like just like in our old tennis tournaments, how depending on the situation you never this is a situation where i wanted to get off the alternate list probably for the first time ever um or maybe a standby list on a flight but yeah i guess the rsvps came in and uh there was some availability and i'm sitting over here thinking like oh you know after after you um schooled me on the finances of a wedding and you know hundred dollar plate and all that stuff I'm sitting over here and and I get a text from from my friend. He's like, he's like, yo, what's your address? We we want to invite you to the wedding. And I'm like, hey, that's so classic, by the way. I remember doing that so many times. Instead of saying like, hey, we're inviting you to the wedding. It's, hey, what's your address? We want to invite you to the wedding. There you go. You're inviting them to the wedding, but still going through the dumb formality of sending a card for no reason, just for them to send it back or go online. Like I could have done the whole wedding planning in like a couple hours just by texting people, but we had to spend thousands on invitations and mailing everything out. Did you guys use one of those wedding websites? I don't remember for like not.com. Yeah. yeah. So here, everything that you said hit straight to the point because the invitation never actually came to the mail. I rarely check my mail because all I get is is uh, flyers from shitty dental offices and you should do broadband. Um, USPS informed delivery. Never heard of it. What is it? No, is it? I get I get an email every morning of everything that's in my mailbox that day. I'm not sure that that system operates here, but I'd be curious. Oh, I'm sure curious it does. It's check. everywhere. Okay, I'll check it out. Might be the only thing USPS is good for. It's incredible how that you're right. It is the only thing they're good for. They are because they're not good at their jobs. Uh, not good at their jobs is an understatement. Yeah. But the pictures are <laughs> like actually, I, it's clearly a person standing over each piece of mail taking a picture. But the pictures look good. Do you think they do that for everyone or just the people that that request and form the people that sign up for the service? Interesting. I'll have to look into it's that. Free. <laughs> I've. I I'd hope it's free. I'm already paying them in another, you know, out of out of my paycheck. So I I I'd sure hope it's free. Okay, conspiracy theory, guys, back. Um, so I never end up getting the invitation, 
and I just end up getting the link and I go on the link and then I start worrying like, oh, plus one this, plus one that. There, there was no plus one. I entered my name and there was no, I think the algorithm or whatever was set. If such you were that, a pity invite, it's doubtful that you're getting a plus yes, 100%. So uh, the, the interesting part is I'm going to this wedding that's in our old, our old stomping grounds where, where our, worst, our worst days and, and nightmares uh, took place. So we return, return to for me. Oh, uh, I thought you were going to say McFetridge. <laughs> the, the first part will get bleeped out, but the McFetridge part will stay. And people are, for, for the cynics... Uh, Andrew and I, well, Andrew was already retired from tennis. I was still quote unquote competing and uh, we, we went out and, uh, played a, an amateur event. Amateurs had like, not even fair. These guys were straight up men's, a low level men's event. And we lost and Andrew's dad gave us a ride there. We were adults. We were, we were adults. We were like, we were 19. And uh, you could just see him sitting up there and just counting the dollars that went out the door for this over level to be over the years for this level to be produced. We were both out he of shape. couldn't sh- understand like for years, like he didn't forget it. This last match, this last time he saw me play for like years, he saw me play since, but it was years. And he was just like, what has happened? It was embarrassing. We were we were out of shape. We were bad, and we we lost people. We who I whiffed on a couple volleys. I think like we couldn't make a return. We couldn't make a return. You know, it was so cold in there too. It was it was like in the middle of December. It was twenty. The guy we played, the guy with the long hair. Yeah, Uh, he was my dad's coworker. He got like fired and like arrested for stealing like thousands of dollars of equipment from this company. We lost to it. Is that how we found out about this? Criminal. Is that how we found out about this? Because yeah, your the, dad knew the guy. The guy. My dad, the other guy. Dad, your dad knew the other guy. My dad had been hyping me up to this guy, and this guy was like honored to play with us because he understood our level, and he was like, whatever, <laughs> whatever. He was like begging um. my dad to have me come play with him, and like my dad like arranged this for us. And the guy, do you remember the guy was like, you guys are so good. Like, I think he thought we were like fucking around when we played with him and like losing on purpose. But unfortunately, that was we actually lost. We actually kept trying to win. We were like, all right, now let's take it more seriously. We just like couldn't turn it on. Never clicked. Never clicked. So wedding's going to be at our old stomping grounds. Should be a great venue, but it's going to be weird for me to go back there. Um, and try to actually have a fun time and be in a joyful mood. Like I, I booked a round trip flight to go there in the past. It's just been a pure nightmare. Anytime you book a flight to go to that city. I'd and like going, I'd like to see it. It's been I, I went back once. So I went long. back, I went back and visited once and had a good time, uh, at our, at our old school. But what do you think? What, what do you think would happen? If I ran into someone. No, forget you ran, ran into someone. What if like one day in like the fall in like three years, we just went there and like walked onto the courts and just started hitting like fall around like two thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> just, when somebody would be having a private private lesson. Yeah, just start hitting and like don't say anything and like see if he notices. He would a hundred percent notice. He you know what he'd notice? He wouldn't notice our faces. He wouldn't notice our technique. faces. He would notice, he would notice technique. our technique and he would immediately identify. Listen, he, you, you know, by the way, you got a shout out uh, your, your text that you sent him while they were partying and no one's going to understand what we're talking about. Just bear with us. You sent, you sent him a congratulatory text. Oh yeah. After, after yeah, yeah, the yeah. feat that they accomplished. And, uh, that's narrowing it down. Whatever. Someone <laughs> wants to check. Um, and he was like, "Oh my God, so and so just texted me." Oh, really? And like, yeah, and nice. like got got some love. It's like I was not expecting this text. So God, was... the guy's still like so immature. He thinks that I'm holding a grudge. I let my grudge go against him like a few weeks after that was actually while you were still there. I still had it because it was fun. But 
Yeah, I let my grudge go. And I now I look back on it. I'm like, God, I was the worst. I would hate myself looking. But back you were also it. just like at the time, your actions were justified. Not really. I was such a baby and I should have known that he was a baby. And like I should have known I got it. Nobody knew who I, I'm sure none of the team knew. who I, It was just him probably. And uh, him. Uh, and leave this in. I fucking yeah, hate I this is so much all. work to do. OK, <laughs> that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Here's here's the last piece on on the wedding. So immediately my mind goes to what do I need to give? Right, I was an alternate, but it's awesome that I got invited. You know how big is the gift going to be, etc. And I go on the website, and they are now requesting gifts. They are they are requesting a donation to uh, charities. There's no no registry. Stop. Yeah, charities? no, it's not in the charities. I still don't know, like. It just doesn't feel like I'll obviously like I have no problem donating to charity. You know, it's 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 a good thing. I just can't fathom walking in there with like no envelope or no nothing. Like tax write off. Print out the receipt of your donation to like the ASPCA. (laughs) The ASPCA. I I I not something for people that are in like dire need. It's gonna be like help, you know, Jimmy reach be able to play sports like i always thought it was so dumb participating in the charities for like i don't know helping kids play sports or like do crafts like there's people that need food and like shelter medical medical research medical bills or cancer treatment but not like let's help this guy do you remember that tournament the mad dog classic is that what it was called it sounds familiar. The thing what, at five seasons that? that the Robinsons is that their name? Robinson Jacobson. <laughs> I was thinking yeah. Nate, and I went to Robinson. <laughs> um, that the Jake—that's what it was called, the Mad Dog, and they would like put get money together for like kids to have tennis rackets and shoes. And I was like, "You guys just raised like fifteen thousand dollars, and we're gonna waste it on refurbished tennis rackets." Yeah, that fifteen thousand dollars could go to a lot more uh, impactful. Uh, yeah, like charity. I, I so anyway, but yeah, just go in with the envelope of your the contribution. Actually, you know what? It'll say um, like they'll know they'll know they no. Like, so who cares? That's how we got a lot of money from the wedding. Like people donate on the fund. Yeah, I guess if they're not collecting gifts, there's not going to be anywhere to. Uh, give someone an envelope you know yeah a bowl or what am i the guy the the grooms my buddy's gonna put in his tuxedo or something like that's that it's like one person handed me a check exactly every you know how like after a wedding everybody's in line like as the reception's getting started to like say congratulations or whatever to the bride and groom and it's like everybody's doing their thing and then it's just me standing there no plus one no nothing it's like hey here's in my envelope hey congrats congrats brother beautiful ceremony (laughs) yeah so that was touching (laughs) um that's all i got on the wedding we'll see what happens when is it uh first weekend of august so it's pretty soon like i I got the i got the real for the alternate yeah i was you were jay i i basically um because because when when the link to the website was sent me i texted i texted my friend i was like i'm sorry i i blew the rsvp date you know you have to try to be like nice like oh i'm sorry like even though it's not my fault i have to be sorry i blew the date and then he's like oh no no no, my fault like I, i clearly screwed up sending you the invitation blah 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 so anyway it's coming up soon looking at our show topics i can't remember these are all yours right spectrum new credit card power okay. rankings of beers i was like i can't i can't think of yours are in the yours are in the upper oh upper. they're in the pre well the affirmative Get action fucking organized was, the, the affirmative action tweet was like a month ago so okay, we'll that, get rid that's of that over one. what happened um, at the ultrasound place okay well we can combine the two stories the kidney story and the ultrasound place the backstory is about a month ago um my blood pressure had been high for like a couple months and when i say high 
I mean, high, like 165 over 105, like consistently. Um, and so finally, Hannah made me go to the doctor. And I went to the doctor after like months. And the guy was like, yeah, it's fine. We'll get you on a medication. Um, I really didn't want to do it, but it was like, that was dangerously high for a long time. He's like, yeah, let's just take your uh, blood work to see if there's anything wrong with your kidneys. Um, and I'm like, okay, fine. Obviously nothing wrong with me and, you know, young buck. Uh, and two days later, I'm just like at work and I get a notification, like your labs are ready. And I look at it and it's like, all these things are just like red, like alert. So my creatinine was triple out of the normal range high. Okay. And there's this thing called EGFR, which is glomular filtration rate. And it means um, your kidneys aren't working. And mine was so low that I was in stage three kidney disease and like two steps away from full on kidney failure. And I'm like, that's weird. And I got, you know, were immediately you, you were having no symptoms besides the zero, blood pressure. Zero, none. But you don't at stage three, like maybe cloudy pee or whatever. And so I tell Hannah, she freaks out. I mean, she went nuts. I mean, she made me start to, I, I guess I, I would have been fine. Like, even if I had stage three kidney disease, like you don't die. Like you just change everything and you get on medication. You stay there unless you just have no discipline. It would have sucked. It would have changed my life for sure. So I immediately cut, stop alcohol, stop coffee, which was really hard. I drink a ton of coffee every day and no salt. And bland foods only, like bland vegetables, bland chicken, no car. Like it was awful for a month. And I had to go see a nephrologist. And about a week into this, like hell, I realized I was like the day before I went to get that blood draw, I did a leg workout for the first time in six months. The reason I realized this was I was still sore from this leg workout a week later. And I, I hadn't done I hadn't lifted in a while. And I was like, could it be that the workout caused, there's this thing called rhabdomyolysis, where if you work out so hard or if you, it happens a lot to marathon runners, the tissue, your muscle tissue starts to break down into your bloodstream, causing kidney damage. It can be acute kidney damage, but it could kill you. Like it could cause kidney failure if you don't go to the hospital. My, I knew mine wasn't that bad, but I was like, could it be? Because I was getting less sore. So could it be that that affected the blood work? So I couldn't ask anyone. I had to wait for my nephrologist appointment. So I go to the nephrologist the first time. By the way, the were rudest, you on WebMD, like looking up all this stuff? Hannah was. What were you doing? Hannah was. I there's you couldn't find anything about my theory at all. Um, and so I ended up going to the nephrologist. She was so mean. It was a telemedicine appointment. Zero like bedside manner. Like zero. She was like, okay, you know, we'll order you. Medicine's the worst. I behavioral health. It's one thing, but the physical, like for physical health. My aunt is uh, a nephrologist, uh, pediatric nephrologist. Mm -hmm. And I messaged her and I had to do all this in Russian, like because Google Translate, there were things I didn't know, like medical terminology that I didn't want to sound stupid. She doesn't speak English. she does, but I didn't want to be that guy. You know, okay. I like I I have you to try. You myself try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I type yeah, this yeah. out in Russian. Yeah. So I typed it all out in Russian. I censored my labs and she was pretty worried. Her advice was get an ultrasound and drink barjom. You know what barjom is? It's like this Georgian mineral water. Okay. And then I, I less call complicated my mom than I, cottage cheese and farmer's cheese, at least for, for those who are yeah, yeah. hanging on. I, I call my mom. I'm like. Olya told me to drink Barjom. She's like, Olya says to drink Barjom for anything in the world that happens. I'm like, just like drinking water, fucking... just like Tony says to it's drink just water. Like drink... But it... So Barjom has like these minerals and it doesn't matter. So anyway, I go, I need an ultrasound and I need new blood work before my follow up with the nephrologist. This is like a month in. I've been like crazy disciplined. Again, no alcohol, no coffee, nothing but water and bland sugar. Foods. No, absolutely not. No. I don't need sugar anyway. Like. I'll just eat like fruit. But just the cannoli. It. Just the cannoli last I night. I had I had two bites of the cannoli. Okay. I, I have a question for the cynics. Is it weird to send your buddy an anniversary gift? It was very kind, so it doesn't matter. And so uh, it's not year, weird. Okay, we'll get back to that after this. Last year on our wedding anniversary, ooh, my wife and I were supposed to go. Why are you sidetracking? Finish the finish I'm the sorry. kidney story. I'm sorry. So anyway, all this stress, everything. I go and I go to the ultrasound place. 
I go on a Thursday, two weeks ago on Thursday. Um, I wait in the waiting room for a half hour. They call me up. They're like, sir, we're so sorry. I had to do this thing where right before the test, within an hour, I had to drink 32 ounces of water and not pee. Okay. And I was fasting. That's, fasting so all day. Two and a half water bottles, basically? Two. Bottles two. of 16 ounces. Okay. Okay. Two. Um, I had to chug them and then not pee and be fasting up to that. Chug, point. chug, chug. Actually, not be fast. Yeah, so I don't I had no problem drinking the 32 ounces. I'm waiting there for a half hour, haven't peed, right? And they call me up to the front and they're like, Sir, we're so sorry, but we gave you the wrong instructions for the test, and you actually need to be fasting and no water. Can you come back tomorrow? And I'm I'm you know, I'm pissed, but I'm not gonna cause the scene. I'm like, okay, you know, mistakes happen, no big deal. I come back the next day and the waiting room's full. I'm fasted and I always I always fast until like noon anyway. Um, and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I could see this guy in the corner. He's getting antsy. Okay. Like he is He's in the waiting room too. He's in the waiting room and he's like I he starts to complain to some of the other people there, starts to complain, and then he he <laughs> runs up to the to the window and he bangs on it like the <laughs> where there's <laughs> Like and it's plastic, just as hard as he can, and they like calmly open the door for him, and they're like, "Sir, can we help you?" And I'll just play the audio. Oh my god! So he had some valid points. He had a. I heard three fucking hours. He had appendicitis. He got there at nine a.m. and they forgot about him. <laughs> they didn't. He wasn't in the line. Welcome Everybody to America. Came and went. They forgot about him, and th- this was so funny and so stupid. They ordered a pizza for lunch, which is like, what are they gonna do? Like, they're gonna eat lunch, and he just <laughs> keeps harping on the pizza. He's like, I bet your pizza got here on time. Did you all eat your pizza? And he was fuming and he kept like getting closer to them. And this lady was like, sir, I'm going to need you to calm down. And he goes and he just tries to like break the glass, <laughs> the plexi. The they call plastic. security on him. Security. It's quest diagnostics. There's no security there. Like North star imaging, whatever. Like, there's no security. And like, I'm, I'm the security. Okay. And he ends up neighborhood watch. Out. He, did, he also he paid four hundred and seventy five dollars for this test out of oh pocket. So, he Wait, so Juan, he's waiting for test results or he's waiting to get treatment. He's waiting to take a test. He's waiting to, to take confirm a test. his yeah. appendicitis. Okay. Hospitals across the street. Like <laughs> should have just gone. He could have he could have saved half of that money by just going to the ER. ER is what? ER copay one fifty. Yeah. 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 Like, so this I felt for this guy. But I, I do think it's unacceptable to behave yourself in that way in public. Like, you just can't. Like, I get it. But he was, dude, I get you have appendicitis, but your arm's not falling off. Like, if your appendicitis is that bad, go to the hospital, have your appendix taken out. You can't behave like that. But I thought I was recording this because I'm like, this is the best content we'll ever get. Um he said some other things. The pizza, he just wouldn't shut up about the pizza thing. And he was like, I'm going to, they're like, sir, you can go. Like we we can refund your money. He's like, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to get my fucking appendix taken out. Then I'm going to come back and park my car in front of this place and tell every fucking person that tries to come in that you guys are incompetent. And I was like, well, that's a waste of your time. Please don't do that. Anyway, that was the drama at the ultrasound place. And to finish this up, I get my ultrasound done. I get my, my labs drawn and my theory was correct. My kidneys are completely healthy. It turns out I ha- just had acute rhabdomyolysis from doing one heavy squat and everything's fine. My ultrasound clear. My blood works clear. I'm back to eating salt. I'm back to drinking coffee. What about your blood pressure? It's better. Like the medication has made it better. Um but it's crazy. I lost eight pounds of water weight overnight from one of the medications because I was retaining so much water. Isn't that Is not that good for you? Oh, it's terrible to retain that much water. Terrible. What about 
you lose more weight from the new diet? I was losing weight from my normal diet. Yeah, if you're doing that for a month. But the the bland diet didn't really change anything. But yeah, I mean, I you know I'm lighter than I've been in years because I dropped this water weight too, like, and it stayed off. Like it wasn't something that like, came back on; it stayed off because they put me on like a diuretic, and like it all just my ankles. Like I look at my ankles now, I'm like I can see my joints and ligaments, and it was just like swide pregnant woman ankles. You're saying that's how it used to be. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're normal ankles now. I would, I would have had, I have to say, the same reaction as the guy at the testing site. You think he would have? I don't think he would have smacked the glass. No, no, no. I definitely, I definitely would not have smacked the glass. I, you wouldn't have screamed like that. You would have been maybe (laughs) like verbally abrasive, but like quietly you wouldn't yell you know how humiliating that it's such a bad look No, because he's a bad look for was there anybody else there besides the two of you yeah this old this awesome old man and he comes up to the desk afterwards him he's like 90 years old it's like a southern guy he's like some kind of day some kind of day and the lady's like the lady's like yeah it's tough he's like it's okay, just another day. And she's like, no, it's really not. And she was like near tears because the guy was screaming at her. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know it's it's all outcome based. Like you never it's not personal, although the pizza thing is legendary. Like that's that's right out of the book of like, you know, you know like that's oh my that's, every time I lost yeah. a match, my dad would be like, yeah, you didn't forget to have lunch or talk to your friends. What talking about i got a bad grade my dad remembered that like you watched ago, one hockey I, game or something on a tuesday night the night of the test or whatever but if i'm tired in the evening i used to wake up to watch sports center every morning like i would wake up extra early and then i'm like tired at practice he's like you weren't too tired this morning when you woke up to watch sports center sleep more <laughs> you're like i'm just trying to live my life and uh and you just can't can't do it that's i think he'd get a kick of this like i think if he heard this i think he'd laugh i don't think he would be offended i mean it's been, it's, it's 15 years removed at this point i mean if he's still offended that would be a problem <laughs> but that's, that also underscores how difficult it is to be a professional athlete like the discipline you, you have to believe and want something so bad that you don't do that you seriously don't do anything Anything. I know it's uh, look at Djokovic. He just eight and a half hours food. of sleep every night. Only eats forget fruits that. And forget nuts. that he doesn't eat. Yeah, he drinks a celery juice smoothie in the morning. I mean, he looks awesome. Like that's like the male peak performance body. He's like a spartan or i don't even know what he used the... to look scrawny he doesn't look scrawny anymore he's like well built well because he used to be i think he had a weird phase where he wanted to like have no muscle whatsoever and he was just super yeah. thin and i think he put some of that muscle back on and he's just he's just filled out more without no, sacrificing no tennis tomorrow right women's but no. yeah so here's here here's our debate. Here's our debate of the show. Fellas, is it okay to get your buddy an anniversary gift? And I'll preface this by saying can, can you just so this doesn't get clipped out of context, an anniversary gift for their anniversary with their spouse. For your for your best friend's anniversary with their spouse. I a year ago, I remember where I was. I was at work. I was in. I was in an office on the phone with um, Gibson's Italia for for anyone in the Chicagoland area, which I believe our listener listening number in Chicago is currently zero. For any, for anyone who's familiar with this restaurant, it's a pretty nice restaurant, probably a top 10, 15, 20 place in Chicago, depending on your preferences. And Andrew and Hannah were, were going to celebrate their first anniversary in the city there that wedding night. anniversary. Wedding anniversary. Um and my I wanted to be creative and get them a, a bottle of wine from from the restaurant. 
and wanted it to be brought out as a surprise with a, with a note and, and whatever. And I went through all the steps. I filled out a PDF form, scanned it in, credit card information, took a look at the whole menu, picked out a, a specific red, checked off the box, how much the cost of the wine, how much the tip. And then I asked him, I'm like, hey, uh, you know, on the phone as I was right before I was doing this, I was like, what's uh, does the card get charged right away? And they're like, no, no, you get charged as soon as it gets brought out to the table, um, just like anything on their bill would get charged. I'm like, okay, great. And then the night passes, like I get the form in on time. And I, I remember I was like, I wasn't going to text you guys because I know you're, you're out for your anniversary dinner. And I look at my phone and I have the notifications enabled for any kind of credit card transaction. It just just didn't come all night. And that's when I knew that you guys just didn't show. Just, you, just you were didn't prepared show. for us to not show. That's why you asked. If right. The credit card right. I, that's why that's why I intuitively asked, like, would I be able to get my money back in the in the event that that there would be a no show? I mean, granted, I would have disputed the charge, but um, back to episode nine, that, that would have been if if the, if they didn't have that policy, it's like I would have essentially bought a bottle of wine for the wait staff or something, or, or the chef would have probably drank it back backstage or whatever. And this year uh, we were just homes, so we got a, a cannoli and a cookie cake. Um, but yeah, to it, it's a it's a very good gesture, and I mean, you've set the bar to the point where when you get married, we will have no choice but to to do the same and like remember your anniversary and have it in our calendar. But I, I think it's different when you play like you played a role in the relationship and friends with Hannah and we, you know, we're spoken our wedding. So I think it, I think it's, you know, warranted. I, I would not have expected it. Like had you not done it, I would have never thought like if you got married first, I would never in a million years thought to do that. So it's probably good that you did that. Um, but I, it's, it's a good question to pose to the audience. We are setting dangerous press. The Belgians, I, I guarantee the Belgians do it for each other. Europeans are great about that. But is this going to continue for years and years to come? I At some point it's got to stop. You can yeah. do like your five, 10, 15, like yeah, year the, nine the increments, a cannoli, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. I had uh, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, sorry to interrupt. What was this? Um, well, I guess two things. One of them is a current event, which I think is good to talk about. This is just a quick, quick point. I was in an Uber uh, from on the way back from the airport, current and event. the guy had three N95 masks on. He that like 100% means he has COVID, right? Like, yeah, even even the crazies. I have his seen wife them with was like three. in hospice. Three N95. Like when I see someone in a mask these days somewhere, I'm like, oh, you have COVID. Yeah, I guess this is in an Uber. Yeah. Was was he coughing? I don't know. <laughs> Car smelled like shit. <laughs> I guess if they're if they're coughing, it's probably very clear. And it's like, I guess you appreciate it. Because they're Do you? trying to don't drive Uber that day. That's a fair point. That's a fair I point. I respect the hustle, but like if you can't keep it like honestly, I maybe I'm a bad person. I don't know. Like if I was hurting for money and I had to drive Uber and I had COVID if and every day counted. Family, yeah. I I, I, w- I wouldn't put the mask on. Like I wouldn't want people suspecting me of that and I wouldn't cough. Like I would just hold it. That's interesting. I I didn't think you were gonna go to the like you're trying to go the fake until you make a route, basically of like yeah, and you don't can't, alarm. You people. can't take the risk of someone thinking you think that. So you'd rather you'd you rather COVID. more so expose them than them think that they're exposed because it's more. Well, I guess because I'm a selfish, terrible person. But, but if at, I have to at feed this my point, family. Some of it's more mental than physical. Like I, I give you an example. I was exposed a week and a half ago. Like straight up, same room, same couch for three hours with someone who got it and someone and then a second who started feeling symptoms. And I just didn't care. Like I I also thought I had it recently in some form or fashion. My hand motions are awful. And I just I just kept kept going about my business. 
And then meanwhile, I had two other friends who were also exposed who had a wedding, a family wedding to go to, and they started testing themselves. And I'm thinking like, what are you doing? Just, just go to the yes. wedding. Like, just figure it out later. Like, and especially at a point now where like, no one's knock on wood. No one's really worried that anyone's going to go to hospital for it. Like, just, just go and like, be like, don't tie yourself up. And now they're introducing the variables of the test. Is the test even going to be accurate? Then it's like, what happens if you do test positive? Then it's on your conscience. Oh, do I tell Aunt Lucy that, you know, for her son's wedding or daughter's wedding, my boyfriend and I aren't feeling so great? Like, I just, I don't sounds know. Sounds made up. It sounds fake at this point that, like, it sounds like an excuse of you not wanting to go. I, and, and that, that wasn't part of that play. That's, that's a funny, that's a funny way to put it. Um, but yeah, I just, that's not something I would have done, but. Yeah. So what? So you just sat there and and just I stared. I was just on a tube with three hundred people. Like I didn't didn't cross my mind. What? Oh, a, a plane. The plane. Everyone's crossing in the plane. Hold on. So you had you had American Airlines travel in the last week. Tell us uh, any improvement in the in the did, service. Did we not on situation? this show like six weeks ago joke about there's always a maintenance issue? I get it's always. crazy to me. They put me on the flight. Everyone boards the plane, and and everything's fine. Later, at that point, we're about to taxi, and they're like, "Hey, folks, uh, it's your captain speaking. Just uh, letting you know, we have a, a minor maintenance issue with the uh, the flap, and uh, maintenance is going to come by take a look at it. Hopefully, sign some paperwork, and we'll be on our way." And then another pointless update five minutes later. Hey, folks, it's, it's your captain speaking. Maintenance. Uh, they they haven't gotten here quite yet. We're going to have to taxi back. 45 minutes that we could have been at the bar at a restaurant, not cramped next to each right. other, watching TV or whatever. Yeah. And I'm convinced that it's just not true every single time. Like, or these planes are just getting old, which concerns me. Have you ever gotten on a plane and felt like this is a brand new plane? Yes. Recently? Not recently. No. That's my point. I feel like we fly a respectable amount. I feel like every plane I'm on, I look at the wings. There's like duct tape on there. I the mean, interior, the interior just looks old and down. Well, and, and the sounds of the plane when the wheel oh, yeah. is coming down for landing. Yeah, or or just as it takes off and it's like, mm, 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 like <laughs> I don't like it. I don't. That's a I'm, clip. <laughs> I'm predicting this right now. I think there's going to be a major aviation disaster in the United States that could have been prevented. NSA right now is losing their mind to the Two Cynics podcast. Uh, they think we're going to be the, the perpetrators. I'm not talking about any sort of terrorism. I think that there's going to be a problem with one of the planes, hopefully not in the air. Um, because, I mean, it's it's disgusting, these places. And you know what? To take this one step further, on this plane, I had the window seat. I had two windows. The row in front of me had zero windows. The row behind me had zero windows. Back in the day, in normal times, each row had a window. One window, yeah. They have put in so many additional rows. It's not even funny how uncomfortable it is. I'm like, I can't move. I'm <laughs> sitting next to another. If I'm not sitting next to my wife, who's 5'3". You don't, you don't want to touch anybody or, or lean into I'm, them. I have accepted that we're rubbing elbows. Yeah. Like, well, I've accepted it. I can't move. And so then on the flight back, this gets. I'm sorry. I don't even think I told you this part. On that same flight, I my grandma died and I had to Zoom. I was flying home for my grandma's funeral. I had to Zoom with the rabbi the night before the funeral. So I'm sitting like waiting to board. I'm like, I'm good to do this zoom with 40% on my phone. I'll get on the phone. I'll get on the plane and charge my I'm phone. Sure, no right big on. deal. And I do the zoom. I'm down to like 18%. I sit down, I plug my phone and it's not working. You know, it like lights up blue on the USB yeah, yeah. green underneath. I'm like, okay, it'll probably light up when we take off when they turn the Wi-Fi on. No big deal. I get down to like 8%. We take off nothing. And I, I look at the guy next to me, nothing. The guy, the lady in the corner, nothing. I look in the row in front of me. There's his blue. Their outlet underneath is green. The the same row all the way, like on the other side of the aisle, all working behind me, all working. It's literally just our row. And there's nothing I could do. You know, no you know what I did? 
You know what, what I did? Did you ask the, the flight attendant to charge charge your phone for you? No. I had my laptop in the overhead bin. You which took also it out. Didn't, didn't have a lot of battery. I yeah. was in the aisle. I had to I went and said I had to pee because I couldn't make these people. I had to wake this guy up. I was like, hey, buddy, buddy. I had to wake buddy. this guy up. Call them buddy. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Buddy. Oh, he didn't speak English. That was even better. Oh. I had to wake him up poking him. <laughs> and he would he was like dead. He he was <laughs> An immovable object. I don't get how people fall asleep like that on planes. When I, I fall I asleep on the plane, I could be awoken by a light breeze. I'm not right. asleep. I'm in stage one. This guy's dead. I'm poking him. Poking R.E.M. Him. R.E.M. sleep. Eventually, he get, he wakes up. I move these people. I fake go to the bathroom. I come back, get my laptop, all to plug my phone in for 10 minutes of charge. And then the laptop was dead after that. Laptop was dead yeah. in 10 minutes. I got my phone like 19%. <laughs> Which was enough to you know survive going. Yeah. I couldn't use it, but I had a podcast going. Anyway, disaster. It's disgusting. I got. I don't, we shouldn't clip the aviation disaster, or else we're gonna get flagged. The the ironic part with with both of your comments is that I read a tweet the other week, and I think, and I'm pretty sure it's true. It's been ten full years since um, anything aviation related resulted in a death in the United States. So ten years of no what was flying it related. I don't know. It was probably some kind of isolated case. Maybe like the the Southwest Airlines, like when someone got sucked out of a window or something. <laughs> so bad. And then the, my second point is: so I I like aviation. I follow a lot of these airlines on social media, and everywhere, oh. and also like the Point Sky, like all these travel type of platforms. And everywhere I go, I'm seeing these Instagram stories and reels every day of, oh, brand new plane, United orders, 30 new Boeings. Where are they? 50 new Airbuses. Where are they? And it's like, and the problem is like, you and I fly uh, two very old school routes. Like no one's investing in the DFW to ORD uh, route or the, which is two hours long right or the ord to lga new york like i'm 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 flying in um 9 days 9 days i'm i'm flying to chicago flying united i'm going to be on one of those old boeing 737 800s that was probably built in the 90s and hasn't it's gone through one refurbish or something maintenance issues yes. every day you get your pretzels I, and i'm in, i'm in 35b i'm in 35b middle seat in the back as a credit card holder, by the way. Yeah, that's weird. If, if I can, if listen at this point, like with all these delays and stuff that have been going on, like if I can just get there in one piece and on time, like that's all I can ask for at this point. My, my parents were on vacation last week. Uh, they were also sitting in the back. They ran out of snacks. They ran out of Biscoff cookies and pretzels before they got to the row. My parents. Wow. I don't know. My dream. Again, you're not life. gonna die over not having a Biscoff cookie, but come no, on. No, it's the principle. You're right. Of it. Like it's just like it's a bad oh. look. Like how? What do you mean you ran out? Like there's on the way home. I this it's not even funny. When we were boarding, they're like, Yeah, we need to um the we need to clean in between cabins. I'm like, all right, great. By the time the last person was off the flight. We were boarding within seconds. Nobody clean. I see <laughs> them cleaning. I was I was once like in the last row. I usually you see like, them like, like what they do as they're you're going out. <laughs> in real time and they're not they're not working like they have a small little piece of sauce and it's not vacuum. Like, they're just going <laughs> like and, and they don't go inside the pockets where there's like crumbs and Ugh. like you know, old receipts in there. I found a wrapper in my <laughs> in my pocket. Like it's a wrapper next There's to the next to the next to the safety manual. Is there anything more disgusting than finding someone's wrapper? <laughs> Gum or a Hershey kiss or something. Imagine they. Oh god, it's so bad, and nothing's gonna change. They own us. Monopolies. And Private jets are too expensive. Yeah, nice. I don't even think I don't care. Like how you have to be, how much money you have to have to have a private jet? What's what's your net worth? To, to own be? a jet or to fly one? 
chartering's not a big deal. Like, depends <laughs> how much you fly. If you charter like two or three times a year, or even four or five times a year, I think you can be you can have fifteen million be your net worth to do that comfortably. Well, what was it like? Do you remember on on the Full Swing Netflix show, like the European guys, the British guys who flew? Who yeah, flew net jets. Yeah. We were we were ballparking and it was somewhere between like well, we thought it was between fifty and a hundred grand or something. Yes. Yeah. Like something like that cool. per, yeah. per flight I mean, or per trip. I bet they write that off too. With whom? How? Work Business expenses? expenses? Yeah. They're independent contractors. Even well, maybe even not after so, the Saudi deal. I don't know. My last research, it would be a good research topic for the intern that we're not going to hire. Hannah, I wanted to get your thoughts on Jonah Hill. Okay, have you seen the situation? Uh, it's something with his ex girlfriend. Did you see the texts? I did not see the text. Read the text for me. (laughs) I I wonder if I can if I can find them. They were so yeah. I want to get I want to get your thoughts before um. Let's see. Such bad podcasting. Uh, Jonah I'll cut Hill. This out. It's okay. No, no one's listening at this point. We've fully given up. Belgians, if you're listening, please just give us a sign. What are your thoughts on Wout van Art? Let us know in the comments what your thoughts are on Wout van Art and the Tour de France. Not having a good tour. Yeah, just send us an email to cynicspod at gmail.com. Um, anyway, this is the first thing. This is she's posting this on Instagram. Uh, her caption is this is a warning to all girls. If your partner's talking to you like this, make an exit plan. Love y'all. Call me if you need an ear. And I thought these were going to be like these. I thought he was going to tell her like to kill herself. Or Bad something. things. Yeah. Anyway, he sends a picture. He texts her a picture that she posted surfing in a bathing suit. And he goes, respect however you want to live your life. You only get one sort of done with explaining myself. He wants her to take the picture down. She goes three removed. Is this while they're still dating or no? This is while they were dating. He goes three removed, not the video yet. It is my best surfing video. Would you feel better if the cover frame was different? Any more specific ones that bother you? She's being very, you know, responsive. Trying to compromise. He goes, yes, that one isn't of your ass in the thong. She goes, not a thong, but okay. Then the next text, plain and simple. If you need, then this is a list. Surfing with men, boundaryless and appropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, that I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnerships. My boundaries with you based on the way these actions have hurt our trust. Okay. So that is the extent of the texts. Um, what you are your my thoughts? thoughts? Yeah, I just th- I think it's and I don't know if this is great podcasting content because I don't think it's a hot take. I just think it's uh, somebody who's very uh, insecure about himself and within the relationship. Like I get having boundaries. Well, actually, I don't get I don't get it because I've not been in a serious relationship. Shout out. Um, but this just seems crazy. Like you got to let your partner be them to a certain extent. What is this? Uh, I don't even want to say what I was about to say, but you can't post stuff on Instagram. Like, come on. So here, here are my thoughts. So this is, I think you're right that this comes from a place of insecurity. Personally, I don't care. There's a limit, right? There's a limit. There's a limit to where, you know, what the person's trying to post for like right is it like if you know that they're posting to get the attention of some guys i would have an issue with that but if I they're don't... just posting to because that's how they love they love how they look in their own skin or like hey i want to show off myself surfing or i want to show off myself looking good in a bikini like what the hell's wrong with that i agree when when hannah posts pictures of herself in a bathing suit i, I don't care if the part that I thought was really weird when he was like your friendships with people from your past, I thought that was really strange. But I also thought that he 
didn't say anything rude. He said, this is what I would like in a relationship. If you don't want this, let's not be together. People are blasting him for it. I think you're I think you're right that he's insecure. But if that's his thing, then that's his thing. Like, go find somebody that that works with. He was setting the boundaries. I think it's weird. Like, I think there, you know, there are levels to this game between, you know, Adam 22 and, uh, you know, being a hardcore Catholic. But yeah, do, do you Adam research? 22? Was that a Bible? <laughs> oh, my God. You're a disaster. It's not a Bible. You got to do your Adam. This... Adam is Adam is not a, a Bible chapter. John, gonna, John, 22. I'm not talking about the Bible. Just do your own research. I'm not going to talk about this on the show. I think that we'd have to bleep it out. Uh, just type oh, it. So in I'm your, the idiot. I'm the idiot. You're the idiot. Type oh, it into your fuck. computer right now. You'll see why we can't talk about it. Okay. It's a YouTuber. Uh-huh. I see. Okay. Why? How do you even know about this guy? He's a hip hop guy. He's a hip hop podcast. Oh wait, hold on. Is this the is this this recent? Yes. <laughs> Kashmar. Okay. That's okay, I got it now. So I there's got it right. Now. There's yeah, Jonah okay. now Hill. I, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Jonah Hill and yeah. there's Adam. Like, yeah. There's an in between. I feel like I yes. am that comfortable in between. Okay. But anyway, I it's, it's interesting to see. I think he's getting blasted too hard. People are too he's, woke. He's not well, well. It feels like reverse woke, doesn't it? Like, because because the woke thing is kind of like, oh yeah, these are my boundaries. You know, this is my safe space. I'm not comfortable. <laughs> the voice is not good. You're so good at that <laughs> clip. <laughs> I the, I really am just in touch with my emotions, and I'm just feeling that I can't. He's this clearly gone to therapy like for years. Right. Yeah. Too much therapy. It Too seems. much therapy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know if such a thing exists, but it's it's like the those date. Remember that no free ads, but that date right stuff. Uh, Instagram account that I that we like to laugh about back and forth where they where they mock uh, potential woke interactions on like first and second yeah. dates. So, yeah, I. Uh, I think he's got his issues, but he's not like you can do far worse than what that's he not like, abusive. He, no, no, he tried like it's not abusive. He's it's not the right fit. It's not exactly. the right fit. There you go. Like, I'm sure there's a Move woman on. out there that yeah, would just won't want to do that, has no desire to do that. And but to blast put him on blast like that and say that he's abusive and you know controlling, like, well, it is controlling, but he's not <laughs> making you do it. He's not like I'm He's just it wasn't verbally like he's not saying like all oh, like F you you look blah like blah a, blah yeah. like I'm I'm sitting here, I'm recording, I have no headphones, just screaming this. There's people walking by in the hallway in the elevator. Your, your downstairs just, neighbors are gonna be like, Hey, uh why on Tuesday nights uh can you can you just keep it down a little bit? It's nine thirty. I I go to work early on, on Fridays. <laughs> or or I'll or I'll get a, a, a complained for being a bad person or something written to the management because between this and some other things I was screaming in the last 24 hours, um, not a, not a great look. There's, I, I know there's kids on this floor too, but I can't, I can't control that. People raise kids in New York city. It's crazy. I mean, it also, it, it's crazy to me that, like I, I used to think that not to go back to apartment corner, but I used to think that oh, because there were like well-off families who lived in my building that I was kind of not like untouchable, but like that everything was amazing here. Like if there, if there are families who live in this building, like, oh, it's must be so amazing. And then I ran into the same, run into the same issues I've run in with, you know, all the time. Yeah. We're done. What are we at an hour? Yeah, I think so. Pretty good. Yeah. Maybe a little better. less. Yeah. Sweet Green was not. It's fine. We can not even talk about that. Oh, hi. What? Didn't we talk about Sweet Green a few weeks ago? Oh, fuck it. Let's just, let's, let's just talk about it. It's, it's going to take three minutes. Nothing from Hannah. All quiet on the Western Front. Yeah, we. it would have been good to get her opinion on uh, Jonah Hill, too. So I walk in. I'm. I'm. 
also trying to change up my diet and i've oh, i've there she goes how did how does she know yeah. she can hear probably no she goes you're pathetic you're even horizontal on your podcast <laughs> what is she talking how does she know i'm laying down hannah no hannah come here how the fuck does she know how did you know I was horizontal right now too. <laughs> I've been vertical this whole time, and I was horizontal right now. Laying down, I was telling. It's so unprofessional. All the time, he has like the leg, like he lays on the couch, and there's like always a sheet like wrapped around his legs, like straight out in front of him. You see a couple so toes. It looks like he's on hospice. <laughs> He's never sitting up. He lays across the baby's play mat and there's like no room. She can't even like reach her toy. She has to like climb over him. It's he like can't sit up. Is this like is this like daddy's home three or four? Is this, this one... Sorry, I just texted him and that's great. Audio quality is phenomenal. That's a microphone. Yeah. Good microphone. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, <laughs> All right, last was... Last thing on sweet green. So I have a lot of issues with what's happening right now with delivery, pickup, mobile ordering, Blasphemy. live ordering. So every time what I feel like in the last year and a half, two and a half years, that these types of places, Pop Belly, Sweet Green, Chipotle, I have a problem where I walk in and I feel and I'm waiting in line and I feel like they're making more sandwiches salads burritos whatever it is they're making more of them for delivery orders whether it's through uber eats and doordash or through their app directly than they are for the people that are standing there in line and it's agree it's, chipotle it's the same thing it's you see them like, chugging away on the mobile order they're yeah. going they're going and then you've got a line of 17 people wrapping out out the door basically getting into fights and you know and we saw on 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 twitter so this time around I was I was going on a run and I was like dehydrated. I was out of it. Like I just I needed to grab a salad. I needed to go home. And the place is close to Sweet Green's close to my apartment. And I pull out my phone and I'm like, I'm gonna do a mobile order so that I can pick it up because this place is this place is busy. It's right across the street from Equinox. All the losers who go there are in line there because they need to get their little kale whatever the fuck after their after their workout granted i was getting the same thing um so i place the mobile order i give at least 10 15 minutes a cushion when i'm actually going to get there versus the time when it says it's going to be ready and I do that yeah I do it. yeah out. and i and i get there and the fucking shelves are all empty there's no fucking salads there except for one that didn't have a receipt on it and I, I almost wanted this. This is like the equivalent of the guy at the Quest Diagnostics banging on the glass. I wanted to open up this salad that had no receipt on it and see if it was mine because it was under like the they got the letters for like the names and it was under my the initial of my last name and I was like, oh, this is probably mine. And I pick it up and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and, I, and I'm like, oh, this is. I'm like, I'm like, I have a pickup for mobile pickup for my name. And she's like, oh, no, that, that's not it. Meanwhile, on my phone, I got a notification eight minutes ago that my order yeah. is ready. And there's like, of course, one or two people working there. They're taking their sweet ass time because it's 8 p.m. And there's people in line waiting and I'm dehydrated. I didn't know that they took Apple Pay. I didn't have my wall with me, so I like, couldn't buy water. I asked her, I was like, I was like, you guys have water. Can I get a cup for water? She's like, our water machine's broken. I was like, everything that's possibly going wrong is going wrong. Smacker. And then and then finally, 10 minutes later, they come out with like nine of these mobile pickup orders from the back where they're not even making them. And I was like, okay, you know what? This was a disaster. This was a failed experiment. The next time I come back here, I'll make sure I have water and I'll get in line. Last night, I get there and I'm standing in line to order. And there's a line of people. And they're making mobile pickup food in front of me and not serving the people. I mean, if that's not a mic drop, I don't know what is. Like, how how does this keep happening? 
How does this keep happening? And, like I'm sitting there like, how many long. times? How <laughs> many times? Remember Troitsky? that guy, Jersey Yanowitz? Uh, oh, same guy, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Troitsky was, you could see from space that there yeah, is no yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, exactly. Service is gone. There's no such thing as good service anymore. And everyone just expects the same kind of appreciation from the customer, but there's no good service yet. We're still tipping 20%. USA just went down against Panama in the quarterfinals of a tournament. It's unacceptable. What sport? Soccer. Gold Cup. <laughs> the podcast has come to a screeching halt. Yeah, this is it. Okay, thank you to all the cynics uh, for, for checking out episode 12. Uh, hope you enjoyed a wide variety of, of laughs and will obviously... Um, post on social media and ask for everyone's thoughts on a couple hot button issues that we talked about. So thanks again. And uh, we'll see you all next week over now. Mm-hmm.